This episode of Amateur Pros contains humor that may be unsuitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Are you kidding? You have corpses littered all over the foothills of our arguments. If we just brush off the story, what's the podcast? I wanted to derail your stuff to shoehorn in my alternate universe bit. But I thought for like six months that there was a bear in this kitchen and they just ignored it. That is the last time we're making that joke. Welcome to Amateur Pros. This is the podcast where the three of us have one hour to create a story out of a character, setting, and plot that we bring to the table. It's unique every single episode because it's random to a degree, but not AI-generated random, human intuition random. Which is even worse. I am one of your hosts, Peter. I'm Jacob. I'm Fletcher. And I think Jacob had a story for us today. Yeah, I got a I got a tail to weave today, boys. I got some first world problems to bring to the table. Do tell. Those are my favorite uh, kind of I, problems. I had to get a haircut this month. And for the last Couldn't ten be. years, twelve years of my life, I've been going to the same great clips. Mm. You know what's great about this great clips? Uh, I go in, they sit me down. That's rhetorical. I uh, sorry, it was rhetorical. Yes. I go in, they sit me down, they check the computer for what I've gotten in the past, ask me if I want that again, so I don't have to remember like the numbers I want where on my head, right? They cut my hair in five minutes, I pay $10, I walk out of that place. $10? It's great. Wow, yeah, that's right? cheap. And for, for a long time, you know, I, I like enjoyed not talking to the people, and while I am a person who is kind of socially introverted and would prefer prefer not to talk to strangers at some point i got in my head that it's like a better human thing to do to talk so sometimes i talk to my hair people too right but the point is it was quick it was easy it was fast but my great clips ladies and gentlemen has closed yeah and it's one thing for it to have closed but the problem is my my previous experience there was not good in fact it was so not good that i somehow i can't get it out of my head that it's like related to the closing of the great clips even though it can't possibly be but i think it might be wow what is so i'll tell you that story so can i can i can i butt in here real quick jacob sure yes a lot to unpack with this conversation i I have to say a lot to unpack uh first thing yep i love what's your thoughts on michelangelo well it is your thoughts on the color green Oh, it's jokes that the the audience will get. That's, <laughs> I, those are the that's best kind of jokes. We barely get. It. <laughs> okay, but here here's the thing that is lots to unpack. I love how they are just like hair people. They're not like you know hairstylists or anything. They're just hair people. To you. Well, no, it's not, it's not like a full salon. It's like just somebody that can work a clipper. The, the thing is, I have like a friend who went through cosmetology school, and she is a stylist or like a cosmetologist. Yeah. Yeah. These are people. Like, I don't want to undermine what these Jacob, people do. Jacob, you can't see it, but listener. I, Jacob's putting air quotes when he says people. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not do that. I just mean, like, I know there's, like, some contention about how how experienced and certified you have to be to work in that field. And I'm sure plenty of people who work at Great Clips are very well qualified. They're, they're, they might be doctors, you know, in the hair world. So I don't want to discount anybody. Doctors. But, like, just on a literal level, they're the people doing my hair, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, okay. I want to know more about, so they closed, but they did something terrible to you. Well, okay, so it's not really terrible to me, but, okay, so I I went in, I checked in online first, so I go sit down, right? There's two stylists working today, Uh, they're both with somebody, Um, one 
guys just kind of finish and then he's cleaning his stuff and then this woman she finishes hers she sweeps up all the hair she can sit me down great so i go sit down and she's like i have to go clean my tools right so she leaves to clean her like hair tools and i'm sitting there a few minutes and i really do not mind i worked in the service industry and i'm a teacher so i'm like a patient person sure. with service people mm-hmm. right living because safe, like i'm not what we call you no i'm not in a rush right i really don't mind i'm not like here like oh she's taking forever but it was long enough that i noticed this is unusual and so this guy he's just gotten done with this stuff he's kind of cleaned his his hair stuff he's like why don't you come sit down here and so the you know the hair person just told me what to do so i'm like okay he's like i'll get yeah so i go and i sit down with this guy now i noticed two things first of all he did not take the time to sweep the hair around the chair um that's gonna come up later ish i don't really mind but i just like in the the kind of subtle war these two employees are having i think it's notable that she did that and he didn't so i'm surrounded by a stranger's hair around my feet right but like he's cleaned his tools and stuff and so he can start immediately and and i'm sitting down (laughs) and he started giving me a haircut and then it's occurred to me that haircut people they get paid on commission right do so in fact, yes. when she comes back out from the back, cuts. she's probably going to be upset. Like, this guy's just stolen a customer from her, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of concerned about this social situation that's brewing. <laughs> that, like, I am innocent in, but also kind of the main part of, you know? Yeah, you're the subject. So, yeah, so she comes out. And in the between her going back and... The... I almost said violence. That. Yeah, thanks for that contribution. That was really awesome. That's worse than nothing. Shut up. <laughs> I tried. I just had the wrong word in my head, and it didn't work anymore. This is worthless. It's less than worthless, my boy. Uh-huh. So in the in this time, their their boss has actually come in the door, and this this is another woman, and so she's coming and she's taking off her coat. I don't know why she wasn't there, but she's clearly the manager or something, mm. and she's there now. And so this lady who originally sat me comes out, and I just see in the mirror, she just looks over in a face of, like, confusion and disgust as she realizes what has happened. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I feel so bad, uh... even though I've done nothing. I feel really guilty. Um, and she goes and she whispers something over to her boss lady. She's like, hey, he stole my customer. And this boss lady, she very, like, loudly enough that it's not even attempting for me not to be able to hear it. And very starkly is like, well, that's what happens when you take too long. Oh, right? shoot, dude. Uh, and so then this lady who originally sent me kind of like uh, steams off toward the back. And I figure, oh, that was awkward. That's probably the last lot to deal for, with this. And then the boss goes back. And then some time passes. I'm sitting here getting my hair cut. And then I just start here. Start, I start to hear like yelling from the back. And I can only hear one end of this conversation, and it's coming from the boss. So, like, clearly this woman has threatened to quit and kind of made a stink about this, and this seems to be something of a recurring issue. Like, there's some tension here. And I don't want to say, I don't know the situation. I don't know that this female employee is, like, totally in the right. But also, the only person I hear yelling is the boss. And I feel like there's an onus on the boss not to. So, like, I'm here trying to get a haircut. Like, you know, I'm supposed to be kind of vibing. And I just hear her screaming at this employee. And it was the most awkward. I've never wanted to get out of Great Clips more. There's, like, <laughs> Demi Lovato music playing over all of this. It was very, <laughs> Oof. very uncomfortable. Oh, man. So, 
yeah, so I go to check out and I like. I'm not even sure what to make of that. Yeah, I, and like again, I these guys know. I feel an intense sense of guilt about basically everything. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So I feel bad for this situation too. So I'm going to check out and I like tip the guy using my card, but I also leave him a five dollar bill and I'm like, hey, can you put this on the table of the lady who originally sat me, like try to make up some of this commission money or whatever. I didn't say that last bit. I just asked him to, and he's like, okay, and he does it. And I leave, like, feeling like I've been at the center of this, you know, ordeal that's going to tear apart my local Great Clips. And then, you know, eventually, as it wasn't immediately happening to me, I got some perspective, and I'm like, this is probably an unimportant event in these people's lives, really. And then my Great Clips closes! So... You kind of my, my guess it. is you, you were sort of the a part of the last round of just people screaming at each other. Yeah, I was or maybe say, they were screaming at each other partly because the great great clips were shutting down anyway. Yeah, so here's here's what I'm thinking, Jacob. I think you undersold this to start. I think you said this is some first world problem. Yada yada yada. Let's not I kid mean, ourselves. It is. This is worse than a lot of things going on in the world. Um, oh, is it? And. I think so. And I, I want to support my Is buddy it? here. And I don't, I am not going to back down from this hill for Jacob. I'm doing this for Jacob. I know you like to die on hills, but this is probably not a hill that's going to like work out for you. I feel like this is not a hill. Yeah. This is not a, this I, is not a you hill know, you want to no, stay but on. This is, this is, this what is Jacob a hill that is want. actively erupting. Oh, no, no. Because here's the thing. He went in the customer. He went into this location, right? The location, as we just heard, made his whole entire haircutting experience, which was perfect for 10 years, a living hell. I don't know if it was that bad. And I must say this. If that is Producers, the please play uh, Peter quality off. that Great Clips offers to Jacob at the very end of Great Clips existing, as far as Jacob is concerned, that is the biggest upset. Furthermore, I have to suggest So I brought a plot. Oh, yeah? What else did you bring? What's Big the boy? plot that you brought? Don't yep, say yep, buddy. that. Yeah, what, what kind of plot? <laughs> what's your big boy plot? Do we want to start with the plot? Yeah, yeah, what's the plot, Jacob? Okay. Sorry we're so aggressive. The plot of our film or show or book or whatever today, our story today, is a surprise bear attack. Ooh. Is that a plot? Like The Revenant. Yeah, well, okay, see, the problem is, Peter, a lot of our plots are actually impetuses for plots, which makes more sense with the way the podcast works. I'll give it to you. Technically, that's not a plot. So, But this is like the inciting event. So, okay, whatever. Um, I mean, look, dude, The Revenant really is entirely this. It's a dude that gets attacked by a bear and has to try to survive. That's, that's, I mean, I haven't seen the, the movie, is that but like, a series of that's surprise not the bear attacks that's not the whole happen. thing. Like, that's a very famous... Hold on. Am I thinking, <laughs> hold on, wait, is, 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 is it... I gotta... I gotta... Am I thinking of the wrong no, no, no. movie? movie? No, you're thinking of the right movie, but you're dying on a hill. You haven't seen the freaking film. He. That's not the whole movie. That's a part of the movie. But that... Okay. Right, I haven't seen it. So, my understanding of this movie is that the main inciting event was there was an attack from Native Americans and then he got attacked by a bear and the attack by the bear was like the big thing that almost killed him. Because he ended up by himself after this raid and then he got attacked by a bear 
in the middle of the American West frontier and then had to survive and drag himself back or something, right? Jacob? <laughs> you're describing the plot of a movie you haven't seen. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Say, like, I've seen clips from it. I've heard people describe this movie. <laughs> okay, I've also seen, like, watch Mojo's top ten revenant moments, but that doesn't mean I know the plot. <laughs> I'm pretending like I know everything about this movie. Okay. It was just <laughs> an you telling me what the movie is. Because he to said contribute. the inciting event is a bear attack, and the first thing I thought of is, oh, kind of like this other movie. Speaking about a movie I have seen, I'd also <laughs> argue that the only important plot point in Wedding Crashers is the surprise bear attack. I know, I have seen that movie, and I don't remember this bear attack. Because there's not one. <laughs> That's uh, not something that happened. I haven't it's seen it in years. Game. That's totally something that could happen in that movie. Is it? It is it. In Wedding Crashers, during the a random scene. bear attack? I wouldn't be surprised. That movie's kind of off the rails from what I remember. What do you remember? Yeah, it? it's pretty off the rails. Mostly, mm, I love that part. I can't. I can't. Well, that part actually made me sick, like physically sick. Yeah, I have a problem. Yeah, that was, part? that was not a great movie. Like it was funny. Wedding Crashers like, is it awesome. Was, it was. It was funny, most but there were Wedding enough Crashers parts awesome. that were just like, oh, I don't like this. That it just kind of ruined I, most of it for me. I watched that movie, the unrated version, with my mom and grandma. <laughs> oh my I god. I was sweating. I will admit, I was sweating in some of those yeah. scenes. But I'll tell you what, we finished the movie, the credits are rolling, and my grandma looks at me and she goes, I thought that was really good. <laughs> She's like, I thought it was really funny. And I was like, Grandma? I was like, there's some. Okay. Our plot joke. is surprise bear attack, everybody. All right. Okay. Well, it's going to be a big surprise uh, because uh, let me paint you a picture in the theater of your mind. You are alone on a desolate desert, but it's not a desert. It's more. The entire place, your surroundings, it's hot, it's windy, and you feel the UV rays blasting you, except you have a special radiation suit that keeps you intact. But you're very hot and it's very sweaty. And I have a question. Uh, Yes. Is this like an Arctic desert, or like a shrubland desert? Is this like a prairie desert? He's getting there. Do you hear that, dear I listener? Assume. That's the wind leaving my <laughs> sails. There it goes into the wind. <laughs> Peter's gonna edit in some wind sound effects there. <laughs> so, and there's some ghosts there too. In the theater, there's always ghosts in the savannah. All right, back to the theater. So. Your, and uh, the sun, it's bigger than you remember. The sun is massive. It's huge. It, it almost takes up the entirety of the, of the horizon. It, it's very large, and the heat is oppressive because you are on a desolate space colony on the planet of Mercury. Ooh. Oh, this Ooh. is going to be a surprise, Barrett. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be very damn surprising. <laughs> no one's going to see this coming. <laughs> It's a space bear. It's, it's a like bear stuck on board a spaceship. Like, <laughs> somehow a, a giant bear like hit in the shuttle like it was a, like it was like a like a mosquito. It's or, like alien, what was the but it's just a bear. bugs that went to the moon. Uh, uh, there were the bugs on Apollo. 
don't remember which movie that is. Space you chimps. You're about, thinking right? of space chimps. No, no, they're like little <laughs> flies or something. Space chimps. No, they're bugs. They're chimps. No. Chimps. We're thinking of different movies. I know, the movie you're talking about exists, yes. but I can't. It's the movie okay. you're thinking of. Space chimps. No, I'm going to look up bugs on the moon movie. Okay, here's a thought. Um, Yogi Bear. That's all I'm going to say. Think about that. Interesting. Oh, it's called Fly Me to the Moon. Hey, boo-boo, how did I get here? Um, it's about, it's the fictionalized retelling of the 1969 Apollo 11 mission by incorporating a story of three young flies that stow away on the rocket to fulfill their dream of going up to the moon while their families take on a group of Soviet flies who try to <laughs> sabotage the mission. What the what? Uh, we are awesome. Soviet flies. Our lifespan is uh, twice the length of American fly. Dude, this sounds I exactly saw this like movie the kind of story theaters. we come up with on this podcast because they just like slapped a bunch of random crap together. Like, it's a family of flies. It's the mission. It's the Apollo 11 mission. Um, they have to fight the Soviets? I was about to say, why did I see this movie? And then I realized it came out in 2008, and I was eight, and I saw pretty much every movie that came out, <laughs> because, like every, like, movie marketed at kids. Christopher Lloyd played a character named Amos McFly, though, and I find that very entertaining as Back to the Future. Jessica Day. G. George and Barbara Goodson both played Maggot. <laughs> oh, so did Mona Marshall. Three maggots. What? There, yeah, there are three maggots. Uh, there's also a character called Mom's Maggot. So what? Um, Fly buddy number one is Nicholas Guest. Buzz Aldrin played himself. Ooh, you hate to see it. A solid four point five out of ten. <laughs> oh God, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, out of ten, that is bad. Yeah. Although, so oh, I get Fly Me to the Moon now because they're flies. I was like, that seems like a pretty generic title for your movie about flies on the moon but I, I get it now Jacob that really makes me sad <laughs> I just heard it and I thought dude, of the dude you song. are like the pun like, master nah he's a pun apprentice now look at him I, I think the problem yeah, is I immediately hear the song in my head so I just couldn't imagine there was a pun alright so uh hey uh Fletch remember you're part of this podcast yes I do I have the character right this is gonna go yeah very sour isn't it um, Probably not. No, no. Yeah, Fletcher so, never goes sour. Well, so Fletcher here's the never thing. Expires. So, I mean, I've been racking my brain for a few hours trying to come up with an idea, right? Something, something interesting, something good, some, something that really captures the attention, you know. And sometimes, sometimes we come up with characters and they work great. Sometimes it's a little bit chaotic, and uh, so. We'll see how this works, but the uh, character that I brought today is a uh, farmer. Do you say farmer? Farmer. Okay. Farmer. So we got a farmer and astronaut farmer. on Mars. No, not Mars. Mercury. Sorry. Farmer. Farmer and a colony on Mercury. Farmer. So I'm easy know... to get surprised by a parrot. <laughs> so, you know, I know I bring up Futurama a lot, but it's a great show. And the only thing I have in my head right now is that stupid <laughs> the farmer with the moon will rise again hat who's got like <laughs> the cow ladybugs. Okay. And like I'm all listening. I can think of is something like that on Mercury. Peter, why were you repeating farmer? Farmer. 
Farmer. Okay. <laughs> farmer. Farmer. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, ba, bum, no, bum. you can't do the thing. We get copyrighted oh, otherwise. I didn't mean to do it. You Here just started me. Here, Here they come. come corporate Here State come Farm farmers. is coming for our little puny podcast in our neck of the woods. No, don't take my land. So what are they farming on Mercury? They, I don't know. That, that's a question that you should maybe think about. Potatoes. Well, they always farm potatoes. Potatoes can survive anywhere, except Ireland, during the 18... 18- they also have like a little colony of cockroaches, just because cockroaches <laughs> can survive anywhere. They like the equivalent of ant farms, but for cockroaches. Well, no, you know the thing I'm thinking about is maybe what we could do is 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 this like a terraformed Mercury or like a partly terraformed Mercury, or are they literally like pulling something like out of the Martian where they got the whole lot big complexes and only within those complexes is it remotely livable? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say complexes. Like, they can be advanced complexes, but I'm thinking if a bear managed to get to Mercury, we can't be, you know, too high-tech here, right? Terraformers probably don't exist. Right, well, I was thinking maybe it's, like, some sort of local Mercury bear, some sort of, like, invasive species of bear. <laughs> oh, okay. They have to be pretty damn advanced. <laughs> <laughs> another, another way we could take this is that there's a giant spaceship shaped like a bear, and it's a surprise invasion. That's what I was. That's what I was, that's what I was gonna go. It's a surprise. Oh, it's like of, the Bear Clan and their raiders, pirates and scavengers. space bears. All right, space bears. I don't like that name. Farmers. Mercury. Hmm. What if they call themselves the Desert Bears and they're like a bandit group? Are they bears or are they no, people? Wait. I think it has to be bears. They were bears. Yeah, aren't they bears? <laughs> we're the desert bears. Who no, it's like, 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 it's like, the, like, it's like the bandit group. Hey, it's like the bandit see? group name. Like, they gave themselves a swanky name. They got the but, whole like, like they got the whole symbol, which is like the bear paw. <laughs> biker group. What kind of no, I want it to be bears. Are they biking on? Well, what if we had? What if they just they have like pet bears? It explains how the bears got to Mercury. <laughs> that doesn't explain anything. Just, they they brought the bears with them to Mercury. I just think I, what I find it hilarious is the idea of interpreting surprise bear attack as a full-on bear invasion. <laughs> That's what I enjoy about this. Here's the thing. We have to consider how a bear got to Mer- is this one bear and it's the only bear on mercury or are there other bears and this bear just happened okay. to stumble upon this farmer so it's a so, so so think about for a second planet of the apes right yes okay we're in future future humanity and instead of like <laughs> the apes just evolve later what happens is a wormhole opens to a parallel universe where evolution <laughs> took a different track and like Humanoid bears became the dominant species instead of, you know, humanoid apes, and as, as in humans. Oh my gosh. And so these advanced bears have crossed into our reality. And let me, let me so pitch it's like this. bears Sorry. with opposable thumbs? No, let me pitch this. And they can talk. And, and they, they can, can talk. talk. And they can sing. Da 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 da. We're bears in a bear society. Da 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 da. We have opposable thumbs. Da 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 da. I don't know. 
Was that what I you were going to pick? It's like cats, no. but better. I like this. So basically what Jacob said, but flipped on its head. Uh, a bear goes to space, lands on a planet, and isn't sure where it is. Uh, and it's sur- <laughs> surrounded by humans. And the humans are like, oh, it's a bear. The bear's like, Burr. And then uh, they, at the very end of the movie, they round a corner. Just, and they see... It just turns into no, a listen, Pokemon listen, listen, listen. saying its own they, name. Bear. They, the bear. bear. It's like a Pokemon. Bear. It's like bear, a Pokemon. Bear, 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 bear. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. And, but bear, then you bear. Have, uh, at the very end, bear, the bear Pokemon. At the very end of the movie, uh, as the bear, I guess, goes off on a horse to run the distance, he sees in the in the ocean just a bear statue of liberty, and he goes bear, bear. What? So it's an ancient bear from before humans are intelligent. It's like Groot or Chewie, right? All he says is bear, and everyone's well, that's a good that's a good idea, bear. Yeah, it's an ancient bear from bear, from, bear, from, bear, the bear, bear. For, from the bear four times. <laughs> Wait, so this is why bears like colonized Mercury before humans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, we, oh. drift, drift engagement's really close to rock territory right about now. No, this is bear. No. This is a, wait, uh. so then we're just doing then we're all we're doing is reskinning. Uh, planet, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that is literally what you said, too. You're like, it's just like Planet of the Apes, yeah. but reverse. Yeah. Except it's not Except reverse. Bears. It's about bears. And the main I character like my, says bear. bear. I kind of like my alternate timeline, like Star Trek movie, right? Where a very serious, very intelligent bears invade from their universe the humans are colonized on mars we treat this concept 100 percent seriously it feels like jj abrams's star trek movies alternatively the, the shocking invasion of the alternate universe earth conquering bears <laughs> they they just like in the great work the b movie they have bear versions of all of the movies from our timeline they watch bear to the future so- starring <laughs> for some reason Starring they put bear, bear in McBear. the titles of everything bear mcbear and uh doc bear doc, doc brown like brown bear, doc brown bear. So, yeah, sorry doc that was just brown a layup bear. sitting there and you kicked it like a soccer ball marty is a cool as heck looking polar bear he's drinking a coca-cola <laughs> alternatively alternatively pandemic fly we go the incredibly far in the future route where Mercury has been kind of terraformed, so you can actually walk on the surface without a spacesuit and not die. It's still That's like nice. crazy. It's still like crazy desert, difficult to live, survive in. But it's not like it's just Dune. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> because the, <laughs> the whole point. The whole, the it's whole not point dude, it's is called trying, bear, Jacob. It's called bear. <laughs> no, because here's okay, because we can go some like crazy alternate dimension route, which just feels like jumping through as many wormholes as possible to try to make the bear on Mercury thing work. Or we go the much more straightforward route, which is Mercury has been kind of terraformed and there are bears there. Yogi of House Atreides. No, I mean literally, like, like they brought animals to Mercury 
And there is a type of bear that now survives on Mercury in the wild. I'm so sorry because we're making progress, but can I interject a funny story here I can't not tell? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, this is good. Let's hear it. Yeah, you said the title of the movie is Bear, and it reminded me. Earlier this year, a movie came out whose title I'll share with you in a moment. But it's like a serious action movie. Cocaine about Bear? About this plane... Cr- no, this plane crash happens on this island, and the plane's full of prisoners, and then they have to, like, fight the natives on the island. It's, like, a very dramatic, takes itself seriously. But last year, I was in a movie, and a trailer for this movie was playing before the movie. And so it's this whole dramatic trailer. It stars the guy from Luke Cage and some other guy. I, think I know what you're talking about, right now. actually. It's, and, and then at the very end, dramatically <laughs> out of blackness... The title of yep. the movie appears, and the title of the movie is playing, and my whole just erupted in laughter that the movie was just called Plane, and then some guy at the back of our theater shouted, what's the sequel called? Boat? And we all laughed our heads off. Have you told us this story before? Boat. You have. I've heard this. Boat. I've heard this. <laughs> all right here's my i want to say the movie i was at was love and thunder so frankly it was the best laugh we got the whole night <laughs> hey, i enjoyed Damn. that movie all right you're one of it it's fine i thought it was it's, fun it's not as bad as people say it is it's just it's like pretty close sad. no here's boy. the thing you go That's you don't boy. go into a movie like love and thunder boy. and expect to take it seriously but it's that's, not a movie well, that's meant to be taken on. super seriously. The, the problem is the jokes undermine even the bits the movie seems to be taking seriously. Like, this movie's about a woman dying from cancer. Gore's whole arc is serious. But the comedic tone totally undermines all those things. And so when they try to take it seriously, it just doesn't work. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I guess I just never took it seriously even when serious stuff was happening. <laughs> like, right. I don't care about Jane. <laughs> I just want funny rock man to tell joke. I don't know. I brain off Whatever. rock it, funny it's one of the movies like i watched it once it was kind of fun i have no interest in watching it again i'm not gonna like defend this movie for being some sort of great comedy or whatever i just think yeah i thought it, it was kind of funny see where it gets you i enjoyed Do it. it i dare you no i mean like I, again i watched it once i part of the reason i thought it was funny is because the screaming goats shouldn't have been funny it's, it's like a 10-year-old joke at this point. And they weren't. But for You're some right. reason, every time the goats came on screaming, I started laughing. I don't know why. I know who this it movie just made was me for. laugh. <laughs> I found the target audience for this movie It's now. a certain Fletcher sitting here in Max front of Fletcher. us. Max Fletcher. You are the recipient of the type of Matiti <laughs> made this movie for you award. Okay, I don't know. so, I so was Fletcher kinda... was saying something about native bears before. No, no. So look, so there's there's That's not what he said. We can go the like <laughs> no, they, crazy d- domesticated to an alternate dimension where for some reason bears have evolved to be the dominant intelligent human-like species. We can go with that, and now one of these or many of these bears are now on Mercury hunting a farmer that's on Mercury for some. We can we can do that. Or we can just say there's already people on Mercury living there have in some way kind of terraformed the place. It's still kind of a wasteland, but it's livable. And in the process of terraforming it, people brought animals and creatures over. So it's not just humans and genetically modified corn. And at some point, 
bears ended up on Mercury, and now there's like a native population of Mercury bears out in the wild, along with a lot of other stuff. How surprising is that bear attack then? Still pretty surprising. Do you ever expect a bear to just come attack you? When you're in the Fletcher, woods? I always expect a bear to come attack me. <laughs> I have never even seen a bear in real life that wasn't in a zoo. So, like... That's why I keep my bat bear repellent on me, Fletcher. <laughs> Next to my like, shark repellent It can still belt. be a surprise bear attack bat if he's out, like, hoeing the garden, and then a bear comes out of the woods. Uh, <laughs> this is really insightful. In- you weren't expecting a bear. You were just out there hoeing the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you hoe in the garden? Sure. Gotta make no. a living. <laughs> it's, it's a living. Because <laughs> here's the thing: if we do this, we can get we could get really far into like the fun world building vibey thing going on, where it's like, okay, well, how do you farm on Mercury? Do you got some sort of crazy hydroponic system going on? Do you have to live in the domes and the bubbles? Can you like spend time outside and not die? We can get into all this, and like, there's a lot of fun routes you can go here because they're on Mercury. All right, I love it. I love it. I love it. This is the hear stuff I get excited Alternate about. Alternate take. Alternate take. Hear me out. I'm just gonna throw this out there. This is just a silly little idea. Tee ha ha. But I want to throw it out there on the table. Okay. The Bear Avengers. Care Bears. You have Grizzly Bears. You also have uh, Yogi Bear. Um, uh, other comedy bears. We need more comedy bears. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. And they are all. Peter, I am going to throw you off a bridge. I, that's fine because uh, the Bear Avengers will save me. So <laughs> picture this: the Bear Avengers are attacked by who? None other than the primordial version, uh, just a single grizzly bear. Uh, the multi bear. The multi bear is there. Uh, just picture any fantasy or or, or novelty bear. Panda bears uh, rolling around. Kung Fu Panda. What in the who framed Roger Radget Space Jam a new legacy nonsense is this? <laughs> okay, so what I'm really suggesting is the Bear Avengers. And you have all these bears that are in a team. A team of bears. Vetoed, Peter. No, no. Vetoed. No, okay, fine. No, I've we're, we're taking the idea. big old stamp with the big old V and we're just putting it right on your forehead. Just just I've got just another idea. stamp. I've got another idea. Do you want to hear it? Are you just priming us for this one so we'll accept it when compared to your crazy Bear Avengers? No, 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 no. That that would never fly. That would never fly. That's absolutely what he's doing. He's just no! priming us with the most insane thing he can come up with. So Set we can do something that's like low. less insane, but we'll accept it? No, that's not what I would do. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all. Uh, so what's your idea. less crazy idea? I didn't have he one. didn't have one. No, didn't have one. I, I just <laughs> want to do something. I, I just want a uh, Yogi Bear. I want I want a Yogi Bear. He surprise so attacks. Are we are we Yogi just doing snap. like a Yogi Bear recreation? But it's like a a natural park on Mercury. Hey there, Boo Boo. I don't think we're in uh, Yellowstone anymore. Hey Boo Boo. Hey, hey, look at that! Uh, hey, look at that! Uh, look at that! Sulfur geyser over there. Don't get too close, Boo Boo. Hey, the Boo Boo, the vacuum of space. It's uh, sucking me in. Ah. Boo Boo, the vacuum of space. It's sucking me up. <laughs> no, no, Peter, come on, Peter. Cutting that.
It's no, so we're not. dry. Peter, <laughs> <Vader>, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boom. The vacuum. Help. <laughs> I'm done. I, I'm done. I'm so done. Uh, oh, God. Did anybody see the timer? Uh, uh, we got it. We, we're not even close. Oh, okay. God. Okay. We got to do like 20 more minutes of this. Oh. Can we do... All right. Let's throw out all of our ideas. Let's try something new. Okay. <laughs> Their track would be great. Oh, the vacuum of space. Close the airlock, Don't close the airlock, boo He likes it, no! Boo we gotta try this! Boo This is amazing! Capacitated. No, my co-host too busy laughing. I'm gonna take over this podcast for a moment. So imagine an alternate Please. history, men oh, and women. God, I can't. Where I can't breathe. Our uh, our ape ancestors, our our primate oh, simian relatives, were destroyed by famine and other things and they did never became the humans they were meant to be but the bears the bears rose to prominence sorry, Jake, right you gotta restart i i, I was not paying I, any attention i don't know what's going on you I got bear nations right thing. the panda bears they rule asia the brown bears rule middle america the black bears rule wherever black bears come from i don't know anything about bears Compton. the bears <laughs> They rule the world, the right? The and Arctic. they get technology. And they go to space. And in the year 2247, they've colonized Mercury. <sighs> but they find that a wormhole is opened near Mercury. And so they set out a ship to go investigate. A, 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 a fleet ship where Admiral Theodore rules his, his army of bears in space with an iron fist and they get sucked through the wormhole. And they Don't say sucked. In, they end up in the year 2247. But in our timeline, we're humans. Peter, I gotta, take, fact, I gotta take the video off Every time I look at you, I just start dying again. No, it's fine. Leave it, please. <laughs> oh, okay, God. I'm, I'm so listeners. sorry, Jacob. I'm trying. I'm trying. I swear. No, it's okay. This is for my listeners. Uh, I, I wrote you guys off a while ago. Uh, so, so they got sucked off into a, a wormhole is what you're telling me. Yeah. So Admiral Admiral Theodore, called Teddy by his friends, he rules, you know, the he, he's leading this fleet ship of bears. And they arrive in a universe where they're disgusted to find that some hairless apes, the humans, in this version of 2247, 
have colonized Mercury instead of them. Okay, and so they're, let me, they're let me get launching this an invasion. They're going to steal the resources from the humans, effectively double their own resources, and then they're going to conquer Second Earth. So, and they're so, going to rule over both Earths. So let me with get an this iron straight. Paw, with an iron paw. With an iron Fletcher. paw. Let me, let me get this straight. So basically, <laughs> instead of just doing a Planet of the Ape, there's a wormhole with humanoid bears coming through. We're now taking it one step further to we're following the humanoid bears as they open up a wormhole to the human world on mercury almost fletcher almost because the start of the movie this first act we're seeing this is like watching darth vader and leia on board the spaceship right but then we're gonna go down to a humble farmer on mercury (gasps) a humble farmer who's about to change everything and save his people yogi skywalker no. Use the force, boo boo. And you have you have his his uh his is is a droid B O B O. No. <laughs> this guy's name his name is uh Pollux Lancaster. And he is a farmer. He's a humble farmer, but he dreams of going somewhere else. I feel like I've heard Pollux Lancaster stuff. Well, Pollux is a Greek figure no, who yeah, I believe yeah, yeah, yeah. is associated Caster with Pollux. Hermes, therefore Mercury. So I've kind of like named it in a fun way. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And Lancaster's is the name I grabbed. So Pollux Lancaster, farmer boy on Mercury colony. And the, his planet's about to be attacked by bears from space. Sure. Surprise sure. bear attack, if you will. I can go with that. Uh, now, I realize I have pretty much single-handedly put this idea forward. No, but yeah, given like, it's the only idea with any momentum and or or foundation, and we're forty-seven minutes into this recording. Well, to be fair, we did kind of have momentum, and then Peter got off on his uh, uh, Yogi Bear. <laughs> Don't put this all on me, Fletcher. You equally distributed. You just, just rule thirty-four Yogi Bear in space. I'm. I think he did that to himself. <laughs> Lieutenant Yogi, no. where are the rations? You mean the picnic basket? The picnic? Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, boo-boo, we're gonna go have a picnic? Um. Hey, boo-boo, we're gonna colonize a mercury. <laughs> Here's the thing. So I'm, <laughs> I, I am totally willing to... You know what? Yeah, I'm totally willing to roll with that. I'll be honest. The part that I'm getting excited about is figuring out what a society on Mercury would look like. Or like what a farmer is doing on Mercury. Like I'm getting way more caught up in like the world building side of stuff on this than the actual story. Interesting. Well, like I want to start drawing up concept. Huh, on, now I'm know? like, what what elements are in the oxygen of Mercury? Yeah. What plants would work well on Mercury? Yeah, like GMO heavy, probably whatever they're planting, but like I was almost imagining this like a not like a Studio Ghibli movie, but in some of the, like in some of those movies that the the well, never mind. That wasn't a good example. I guess I was thinking about like fun world building stuff where you got to get wrapped up into that. I'm imagining this ugly CG. I'm just picturing just Ugh. CGI everywhere. 
I was picturing live action, but I'm now increasingly I was, I was picturing, picturing animation, like, to be honest. I don't picture it. The, this doesn't ring the, animation. You, you guys know the animated section of the Star Wars holiday it's special? That's what I'm picturing now. Bears invading Mercury through a wormhole. Yeah, that sounds like Avatar. What? Which one? In what world? Oh, this is more like Independence Day than it's like Avatar. This is our Bear Dependence Day! <laughs> This is Mercury Day. This is our Mercury Bear Dependence Day. <laughs> I don't think they put the bear Mercury in the title. is dependent that'd be on like the Bears saying, Day. That'd be like calling American Independence Day. This is British Independence Day because it's when we became independent from the British. Well, no. It's, it's misleading. That's why it's called American Independence Day because it's independent because they're America as independent yeah. separate from well, British. Well, Mercury is going to win and they're going to be independent from the Bears. Why would they even mention the Bears? This is our... Bear Dependence Day because they're no longer no. dependent on bears. <laughs> but it's bear bear dependence. This day will be remembered as no, Peter. No, you're the right. The opposite of no, Bear Peter. Dependence Day. Peter, hold on. Yes. No, you're you're one hundred percent right. It is their Bear Dependence Day because it's the day that the bears make them dependent on them. They are now dependent on the bears because the bears have taken over. So it's an enslavement story. Yeah, basically. Wait, so what's this? What? It's they're what bear dependent now. It's just the bear dependence day. Something bear. This is way off the rails, guys. It's just the bear dependence day. Happy so happy day. Dependence day. We're going out to space to get sucked into the void. Something, guys, listen up for a second. Something went wrong. What? Something in the recording of this podcast has gone very, very wrong. Are you talking Our technically? completely or like... off track. We're 15 minutes in, and I've only just proposed a basic premise, and I'm not sure you guys even like it. I know how to fix this. I'm going to go to space. I'm going to find a wormhole. I'm going to travel back in time to the start of this podcast. And I'm going to warn all three of us about what's going to happen. No. No, don't do it. Don't do it. We have so much to offer. We have so much laughter to give. I gotta do it, boys. No, I'm confused. Right, or what's happening? Yeah. I don't know. On an improv level, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, I was thinking it was going to be like, we're going to go back, do the intro, and we'll just kind of restart. Yeah, Peter, do the intro again. But that defeats us from making any progress. I don't want to restart though. This was yeah, funny no, if like, it wasn't like, productive. Here's the thing, like this has been fun to do. We can we can just like <laughs> I, I, I know, know what to do. Like I, I know what to do. Go out to space. No. Okay. Hey boo boo. Wait, wait. Hey boo boo. Anyway. You gotta join <laughs> that, us. Okay, that is the last time we're making that joke. We're moving on. <laughs> the problem is, Peter, Yogi Bear space special doesn't actually help us either. Like somehow we have to fit a farmer in from Mercury. Yogi no. has to attack somebody. Guys, I'm telling you, we can we can let the story be relatively simple in that there's just there's just a bunch of bears in the area. They're killing off That's all the so farmers. That's so stupid. Jay, fuck they're, it. Like, the reason many why of the farmers have died. They're trying to, to survive. I'm I'm trying to offer <laughs> They might as well be a in, in an inhospitable area on Earth, then. Yeah. But it's not. Like, okay. the, do you understand how much fun <laughs> you can have 
designing farmers on Mercury. Okay, we're not okay, drawing it. We're gonna get to do that. To I don't mean designing as in literal drawing. I'm talking world building no, stuff. Like, but I'm saying, Fletcher, if you look at the time, that is not the thing we get to fill this podcast with. Ever. We're gonna have to fill this podcast with plot. We'll be lucky what I was, if we get <laughs> the story. Talk, right, and the point I was making is, if we give it a simple story where the point isn't the story, we can spend the rest of the time just coming up with fun stuff. But that's not fun if the point of the podcast is to make a story. <laughs> How is many... If we just brush <laughs> off the story, what's the not podcast? just brushing off the story. We're saying the story is you just centralized said that. around. No, we're saying okay. I'm saying the story can be fairly simple and straightforward. Okay. So that the thing Nothing... that really draws you in is the other stuff. Right, but Actually, that inherently is complicated. Peter, I've been convinced. I don't think a story is going to happen. This podcast is now about world building Mercury Farms. Right, okay, Fletcher, what do you imagine? What's we're Mercury farming, farming Mercury? like? I have like there. There are a lot. Well, okay, look. If you say, so, if, you, I love you, say you don't know. No, I have like four different ideas. Not four, but okay. Let's hear them. Right, yeah, this is so exciting. There's there's things you could do. You could have like a hydroponic bubble where you got the big glass dome. You got like. The water, you got the whole water thing where you got the fish in the water and then it's evaporating up, feeding plants and everything hanging from the ceiling or whatever. And all you could do like these like bubble, very self-contained farming things where pretty much these guys are just farming enough to keep themselves alive on Mercury and they're on Mercury for who knows why. We can figure that out later, right? You could do a thing where Mercury's been entirely terraformed, but it looks completely different to Earth where there is like plants and the air is breathable but it's not remotely the same because the environment's different, right? It's like No Man's Sky. And so he has an actual, like, normal farm where he's farming, like, no alien sky. crops. And then there's, like, woods of some sort off to the side, and a bear comes out of the woods and attacks, right? Or if you're doing, like, the hydroponic bubble thing, he's now trapped. <laughs> the bear re-entering. I'm trying to give like ways this could work because if you're doing like the hydroponic bubble thing then he could be stuck in his complex and trying to survive this bear attack until help can come for him and he's stuck in this and like you can do sort of like a Martian thing where for what it like like it's not super sturdy it's not made out of you metal know? in parts so you get a bear like tearing through part of it and cutting off a whole section for him this is and, like He's got supplies over there that he needs. So we have no, to no, no, no. Take you're doing, I, I got to interject You're here. doing what I didn't want you to do here, Fletcher, which is you're using the Mercury farming logistics to shoehorn in your version of the bear story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what like, I started I with before. To, I, that's what I was... I was sick. I wanted to derail your stuff to shoehorn in my alternate universe bear. Like this was the long term. I was gonna let you talk about cool mar mercury farms. Yeah, and I was, I was gonna, saying like, we could do you. this cool and thing. Then and then, like, like the bears are, are just bears. there. There are already bears there. We don't have to like explain okay. this by some crazy wormhole thing. Can I tell a story? Yes. Have try. you guys seen the TV show, uh, the FX hit, The Bear? No. Oh, the kitchen one? The kitchen one. I don't even so, know what this is. Let me explain is. for you, to. Fletcher. Let me list. explain. This is a show about a, a, a uh, young man who is a professional chef who works in Chicago. His brother dies, and he inherits his restaurant. And he basically, the whole show is him trying to keep the restaurant alive, and then season two is him trying to make it into a really nice, like, Michelin star-ready restaurant. And, it, and it's about 
chefs. It's about cooking. It's about uh, the struggle of dealing with loss in your family. It's a really good show that I highly recommend anybody to watch. It's shot incredibly well. Uh, the acting is incredible. Uh, it's got a lot to offer. That isn't what I thought the show was about. I was listening to a You thought it was about a band. I was listening to a... No, let me finish, Jacob. Don't interrupt me now, okay? Don't interrupt. When I heard the review... Now, I should have seen the red flags. These two guys I was listening to, they are, you know, they're funny men. They, they make jokes. They, they laugh. The, the thing that they said that threw me off a little bit is that it's just a show about people who work in a kitchen and there's a bear there. And they ignore the bear. And so for the entirety... For about a year, I was thinking to myself, I would watch clips, and I'd watch clips on YouTube of the bear, because it would pop up, and I would think to myself, where's the bear? I don't see the bear. I was waiting for the bear, in the bear, to show up, because I I believed them, that they said, in this show, there is just a bear in this kitchen. And so in all the clips I would watch, for like seven clips, I was waiting to see the bear. And I never saw the bear. And it took me literally way too long, I'm a grown man, it took me way too long to realize, oh, they're joking. They're not actual, there's no actual bear in this kitchen. It's just the name of the show. But I thought for like six months that there was a bear in this kitchen and they just ignored it. I thought it was some reality TV show where it's like Gordon Ramsay in the kitchen. You and thought it was a reality TV show? Yeah, I thought it was a reality TV show where they just were in a kitchen and they ignored a bear. Like they would, they would cook food, they would like flip burgers and they would walk around the bear. Like they're trying what to go exactly? to the walk-in fridge. They would go to the walk-in fridge. They, they, they open it up. There's the bear. They have to slowly close it, and they ignore it. They never talk about it. Okay. That's what I thought the show was. You you thinking this? There was a bear. It's not the worst part. You thinking that this was a reality show is the funniest part of this to me. I had no idea. Like you were watching the clips of the bear, which are clearly shot nothing like any actual okay. reality show. That, that and part. you were thinking that's a real guy walking around a bear no, who's hidden. No, somewhere. that part quickly went away. I, I figured it's just that, like a train that wasn't a reality show. Bear sitting in the middle of the kitchen, and they just have to work around it. Yeah, it's that's somewhere. what I thought the show. It's was. like Hell's Kitchen, but literal hell. Tom Bergeron is directing the bear. So that's the thing. That's what I thought the show was. Uh, but I quickly realized, yeah, it wasn't a reality show, but I was still waiting for the bear to be there. So <laughs> You had the real life version of the Dwight joke from The Office, where he goes to see Wedding Crashers <laughs> thinking it's a, his bear attack documentary, but stays for the whole movie because a bear attack could happen at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! We're just creating, okay, alternate take. The movie that we're trying to create, Dwight Schrute thinks it's going to have a bear attack. And so he just watches it, waiting for a bear attack. It's about farmers on Mercury, and it never happens. And the movie ends with Dwight Schrute saying, I was waiting for the bear attack. Wait. Guys, I think this might be worse than the Rock episode. No, no, no. We've done something really smart on a meta level. Our viewers were listening, waiting for a plot. Right? A metaphorical bear. <laughs> and it just never comes. Like, think about it. They've listened to this whole other... Like, I have a friend who listens, who at this point, you know, 15 minutes in, he'll be thinking, wow, this episode only has 10 minutes left. Eventually, they manage to get a story out of this. But no. We just never the do. The plot is the bear. It never appears. <laughs> yeah, I guess it did you know just kind of end. But like a bear attack, a good story can come from anywhere, at any time. Yeah. So... Uh, the reason why I brought 
any of that up. I'll say this. Okay. The whole point of me bringing up the whole, like, we can just focus on the world building thing is because if we do that, it just, it makes way, it makes, it's a lot easier for me to wrap my head around the idea that there is just a bear on Mercury because it's far advanced and it's but partly terrible. Than trying to, to figure out, out bear on Mercury. But, like, That's the hard part. Figure out wormholes with some sort of, like, Planet of the Apes future bear humanoid things? Baronoid humanoid. It's not nearly as complicated as the stuff we normally do. That, like, yeah. I could have pitched that as the plot and it would not have been, like, <laughs> weird. I should have pitched that as the plot. Bears from another universe attacked. Peter, what were you going to say about why you brought up the bear of the show? <laughs> right, yeah, no what idea. was the point of that? I think similar to the trajectory of this episode, it came from nowhere, it manifested <laughs> nothing, and it helped us get absolutely nowhere with our story. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, the reality is, fellas, uh, we failed. <laughs> There's no other way to cut the, uh, these onions. Uh, this is it. <laughs> so, And yet... I feel satisfied. Okay. Do you? I wonder why. No, I was totally being sarcastic. Oh, well, now I guess. The, the, the feedback I've gotten from at least two people who have listened to this podcast is that they'd listen to it more if it was just us telling jokes and stories about our lives, which is not what I want this podcast to be. But I imagine this episode was satisfying for those people. Oh, I, we're going to listen back Maybe. to this and probably laugh a lot, but like. I hope be really shame if we just listen back to it and it's just deadpan silence while we're laughing. Okay, Peter, we did spend 15 minutes laughing about some stupid joke. I remember that. And I will never not laugh at plain. Plain. <laughs> so, Can we just call this episode Bear? <laughs> probably. Yeah, it's just the bear. Uh, No, not the bear. That's taken. Bear. All right, bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Bear. Well, thank you all for listening to this odd episode of Amateur Pros. Uh, we hope we we have a pretty good hit rate. Most episodes, you get a story. You know, this this episode. You this just, time you we know, got two. Hopefully, you enjoyed it anyway. Stories. It was kind of funny. I laughed a lot more than I've ever laughed while recording <laughs> one of these. I'm not sure how much of that made it into the final cut, but you know, it was fun. Thank you for listening. You can find us, email us at pineappleReload at gmail.com pineapple reload on most social media give us some feedback let us know what you thought and if you really hated this uh let us know that too i just want feedback thanks for listening i've been jacob i'm peter i've been fletcher i'm just gonna say this (laughs) we could have done a thanksgiving special (laughs) we could have planned that a little bit better actually i just thought about that